Perhaps the driving force for this week's Sicha is based upon one question. How is it possible for a shliach, someone who was sent on a mission to live in a foreign land, which is different from his upbringing and Jewish community, and still not be influenced by its surroundings? Where does a messenger get the strength to retain his identity, notwithstanding living in a foreign land? This question can be answered through examining the story of how Yaakov sent angels to greet his brother Esav. Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, Jacob sent angels to his brother Esav. On the word angels, Rashi says, Malachim Amish, Yaakov sent angels literally, Mamish, real angels. During the last Shabbos in the life of the Magid of Mezrich, which was the Shabbos of this week's Torah portion, he explained this verse as follows. The meaning of Malachim Mamish is that Yaakov sent the Mamish of the angels, the physical identity of the angels. But their true identity, that stayed with Yaakov. On this, the Rebbe asks, if the entire purpose of angels is their deep spiritual powers, and with this, they are able to uplift the hidden holiness within Esav, then why did the Magid say that Yaakov only sent the physical identity of the angels? What's the message here? The Rebbe explains that the Magid is teaching us a unique lesson. The intent of the Magid's teaching is not that Yaakov only sent the angels' tangible identity, but only that even while the angels were in the presence of Esav and in the presence of darkness and negativity, they still didn't lose sight of their connection to their power source. The angels understood that Esav's terrain was not their homeland. Their homeland was with Yaakov. Only the mamish of their identity were present. Their physical consciousness was felt, but their soul, their spirit, was with their leader, Yaakov. With this explanation, we can now understand the teaching of the Magid. The Magid is explaining to us where the angels get their power to fulfill their mission. Not only is this not a contradiction, but this explanation gives us Clarification. The word mamish gives us insight on two fronts. That when the angels entered enemy territory, they did not lose sight of their identity. Only the physical presence of the angels entered, but their soul, their inner consciousness, remained with Yaakov. The word mamish gives us insight on what caliber angels they were. The angels were the real thing, spiritual beings trained on the on high, ready to serve whenever summoned. It was these angels, trained spiritual snipers that Esau encountered. How did they remain spiritual even while being in the presence of intense physical opposition? That was because 
they were constantly connected with their spiritual power source. In other words, the reason why the angels remained spiritually acute and were thus able to uplift the hidden sparks in Esau was because they weren't fully absorbed in the foreign land of modernity. With this, we can answer the original question. Malachim Mamish means that the angels were fully present as spiritual angels in all of their glory. They were standing ready to uplift Esau to spirituality. What allowed the angels to retain their spiritual identity? That was only because they were still connected to Yaakov, because they were still connected to their power source. It was precisely because their soul remained with Yaakov that they had the fortitude to overcome the corrupt nature of Esau. This is where Shliach, a messenger, gets their strength from as well. The power to be connected to its power source. While the messenger lives in a faraway land and is totally integrated into the local lifestyle, his soul consciousness is with with his Rebbe. His inspiration to imbue holiness into a foreign land comes from his source at all times and in all circumstances. Every person is on a similar spiritual mission. A soul descends into this world in order to imbue holiness into his body and search for the sparks of holiness embedded into the world in front of him. In order for the soul not to get influenced by the darkness of the world, it must remain connected to its original power source. It must remain connected with God. It enters into the coarseness of the world and engages in it, but yet its spirit, its soul identity remains connected to its home land to its source. And it's precisely because it is connected on high that it is able to accomplish its mission on earth. There's a famous enigmatic teaching of the Baal Shem Tev, which is that a person chooses where he wants to be. He can be living in one place in the world, but his heart and soul live somewhere else. In body, a person can be in Russia, but in soul, a person can be living in Israel. In a place where a person wants to be, that is where a person is found. We are not just physical people doing physical things, but we are souls that are connected to a higher reality. Through realizing that we can tap into our soul connection with God, we can then venture out and accomplish our mission in this world.